Hey, welcome back to the Shifting Schools podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman. In this special off-the-cuff episode, I am going to be walking you through a few ways that you can leverage ChatGPT as part of your Earth Day learning this week. Many of you are likely already aware that April 22nd, that's this coming Saturday, is Earth Day. Before I talk through some of those ideas, I just have one bit of business. May 1st is the last day that you can register for the skills-based assessment in the era of ChatGPT webinar that Jeff and I are hosting. May 1st is the last day you can get that webinar at our early bird discount of $35. US When you head over to the show notes, you will learn all about that webinar where Jeff and I are going to be setting you up with two different templates that will help you reimagine an assessment that leverages ChatGPT. We are going to be talking about centering creativity, collaboration, while using ChatGPT. So if you are interested in thinking further about how ChatGPT is going to help us co-create highly engaging assessment tasks, you might wanna check out that webinar. If you are unable to join us live, don't worry, when you register, you get all of our resources and the video. So if you sign up before May 1st, again, registration is just $35. That webinar is coming up on May 11th at 3 p.m. PST. All details are over there in the show notes. Okay, now into the core concern of this episode, which is how might we use ChatGPT as sort of a virtual assistant for learning, linking up with Earth Day celebrations, plans, and engagement. Now, if you have heard Jeff and I talk about generative AI tools like ChatGPT before, you know two things, perhaps. Number one, that we are big believers that we have to center equity at the heart of our conversations with any educational technology tool. So that means Jeff and I are really against the idea of banning these tools. If we know that these tools are going to be a part of the future of work, the future of higher education. We are believers that we need to ensure that students have been provided with opportunities to explore the opportunities as well as understand the limitations and challenges. We also believe this is a moment for information literacy to really shine at the forefront. So when we are using ChatGPT, how are we modeling for our students the art and craft that is taking a critical lens to these tools, to checking them for bias, to offering in some prompts to see where that that bias might show up, and to always be double checking. ChatGPT doesn't always get it right. So are we demonstrating for students what we do when ChatGPT doesn't get it right? Do we model how we double check as researchers? When you head over to the show notes, you'll find an email address where you can, as a class, let ChatGPT know when you think you've spotted some bias. The other thing that Jeff and I are big believers in is that a tool like this can actually be really useful for centering conversation. 
Conversation in classroom is perhaps where some of our richest learning is at. So when you head over to the show notes, you're also going to find our latest free guide that gives you all of the prompts that I'm going to be talking about on this episode, as well as a video guide. I know that some folks prefer that visual overview. So if that's you, again, you'll be able to find the guide that has the prompts I'm talking about, as well as a video walkthrough for you to share with colleagues. So if we are going to be using ChatGPT as a virtual learning assistant, I find the real power is in prompting ChatGPT with students, in asking them to help us find the best, the most refined prompt possible. I have long enjoyed discussing ethical dilemmas with students. And in years past, where I would be either writing those ethical dilemmas on my own or trying to research ones that were grade level appropriate, that were linked exactly to the concepts we were studying, I lost a lot of time, often coming up with even just a menu or of two or three great ethical dilemmas that might have taken me my entire Saturday afternoon. With ChatGPT, I can prompt ChatGPT to give me an ethical dilemma that's linked to sustainability, that's linked to the climate crisis that is appropriate for a certain grade level. I can even tell it core standards that I want to link to. I can tell it more about my curriculum. I could say, hey, we're focused in a lot on ISTE's digital citizenship. Make these links for me in this ethical dilemma that's going to help students explore, discuss sustainability, climate action. Boom. ChatGPT is going to give me that scenario, that ethical dilemma, make it crystal clear which of the common core standards are being worked on and explain the link to digital citizenship. If I am a teacher at an international baccalaureate school, I can say, give me an ethical dilemma for year four MYP. I can let it know which subject area I want it to link to. I can ask it to link to the learner profiles. Boom. I get my ethical dilemmas. So if I want to have my students be exploring some of the choices that we need to be rethinking in order to be more sustainable, this is a great way for me to basically create a bank of ethical dilemmas. And as I mentioned, I might invite students into that process of what links do we want made in our ethical dilemmas? Or once it produces that ethical dilemma, Give the rough draft to students. Say, what other specific details should we be asking for? Now, further to this, you heard me talk a lot about information literacy in helping our students become better researchers. Once I have an ethical dilemma, I go right back to ChatGPT and I say, provide five guiding questions that we would need to think through in order to understand that ethical dilemma and give me three podcast episodes that would help me think deeper about those questions. Boom. I've got the episodes. I have the questions. And here's where I'm going to have that conversation with my students. Which of these questions, and I might have them do a rank order, which of these questions truly does 
get to the heart of that dilemma? Which questions aren't really relevant? Let's look at these podcast episodes. Do these really link to the ethical dilemma? Or if we were going to do the research in trying to come up with podcast episodes that are useful for that ethical dilemma, do we do a better job? I can ask ChatGPT to provide a few websites that are useful in exploring that ethical dilemma. Next, I'm going to go right back to ChatGPT and say, can you draft a debate script between two students that explores the sides of this dilemma? Now, if I teach debate, if I teach rhetoric, maybe I also say, can you include a few different logical fallacies? Or I might say, can you really focus in on this concept, that concept? I'm going to take that script, I'm going to give it to my students, and I'm going to say, how do we make this argument better? I think that's a great small group conversation. Look at the arguments made. How do we refine these arguments? How do we make them more evidence-based? Now, for students who are using social media to enhance their learning, which my experience has been, that is most of them, I might ask them, who are you following on TikTok? Who are you following on Instagram? Who also seems to care about the climate crisis? Who maybe has already shared some messages about Earth Day coming up? Let's ask ChatGPT to create a script for a social media campaign. It might not even be a personality. It might be a brand. Folks who love ice cream, if you're following Ben and Jerry's, they have been very vocal in their support for us to address issues of sustainability. So I might even say, ChatGPT, create a social media script for Ben and Jerry's to share on TikTok, on Instagram. Let's take a look at that script. Let's refine that. Ask students, you know what gets engagement. You know what engages you when you're watching an Instagram reel or a TikTok video or a YouTube video. How do we make this video more concise? How do we make this video, this script, more research-driven by what we've been learning about? Folks who love integrating art. Did you know you can ask ChatGPT to generate text for any given number of panels for a comic strip? I might then take that text, give that back to students, create a comic strip, make the text better. Maybe as a class, we make that comic strip together. Different groups are responsible for different panels. And lastly, if you have been missing March Madness basketball, I know I have, did you know that you can say ChatGPT, give me a March Madness style bracket for 16 core concepts related to sustainability, related to renewable energy, related to whatever it is that you are studying that's relevant for Earth Day. Give me that list of 16 concepts, create the matchups. Then I might have my students say, okay, let's look at this list. Let's look at those matchups. How would you have done the tournament seating differently? Which might be better matchups? Or let's look at these matchups. 
which concept wins, meaning which concept do you think has been more important for your learning as we are aiming to become more sustainable. So those are just a few ways. Again, if I were going to create a concept bracket, just thinking about the 16 terms, that's going to take me a long time. Thinking about the seeding, thinking about the matchups, that's going to take so much time. However, when I ask ChatGPT, boom, I get it within moments. And I'm not just going to take what ChatGPT has given me and say, okay, this is done. This is a real opportunity for our students to be looking at if ChatGPT is based on a lot of data, what are we noticing about that data? How accurate is it? Or in what ways does it require of us that follow-up conversation? We hope that these ideas get you started in celebrating Earth Day all week and beyond. If you take on any of the ideas that we've discussed in this episode, Jeff and I absolutely adore love hearing from listeners like you. Did you know when you head over to shiftingschools.com, there is a button for you to send us a voice memo. We listen and respond to every single voice memo. And if you're interested in your voice memo being shared in a future episode, we'd love to do that. We would love to let other listeners know what action you took for Earth Day, what learning you are doing around the climate crisis and sustainability. So consider sending us a voice memo. Again, the link to the free guide that goes through these prompts as well as the video is over there in the show notes. Wishing you and your community a very happy Earth Day. Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for listening.